Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Cricket Social podcast. Now since our last episode a lot of drama has happened in the world of IPL. Unfortunately, considering the time constraints we have on our podcast, we can't really dive into each and every game as much as we would love to. So instead, we are going to capture some of the trends that we have been observing throughout the past week. And the very first one I have made so far is that despite playing two or three games, some of the teams seems to be struggling to find the right combination then is that your observation too what do you feel about it? i think for uh, only couple of teams like chennai and bangalore uh, i guess those guys are struggling with their combination but uh, and maybe even sunrisers hyderabad but uh, i guess uh, other teams they have their combination set right it's just about when when their players get in the nick and that's yeah. that's reflected by the table mm-hmm. it, it tells the story that sunrisers and chennai super kings are towards the end and uh, essentially it's because they haven't got their combination right yep and I, i think i'll also add one more team to that list which is mumbai because even though they have had a win i still don't feel that they have the right combination at least at top of their order and i mean it, it could very well be like you said you know players not firing so it could be you know the moment quinton dickox starts clicking it could be a different story but i i feel like mumbai csk rcb and sunrisers were the ones who were struggling to fight the combination yeah yeah you could say that but the point that once dickox starts firing i i think everything everything will go back to normal because it's pretty much the same playing 11 that they played last year uh, except for Saurabh Tiwari playing first two matches but then K- Kishan came in so that Ooh. kind of sums up yeah. everything yeah and you know that that seems like a problem of Trent to have for that particular spot because both the players that they tried out worked out for them i guess it shouldn't be that big of a problem i i'm, I'm surprised why they are even playing tiwari with uh, kishan being so <laughs> fit and so young and kind of the future but yeah, yeah we don't know what mumbai indians is thinking speaking of what the teams are thinking i don't know what happened in the rcb camp but the last game i felt like they finally are to a point where they have their combination right I mean they pretty much did a sweeping change in their squad but I think it, it looks like a more balanced squad. Well I think the most interesting all all the most notable changes they they let Umesh Yadav out of the playing 11 and that <laughs> made all the difference. <laughs> I mean it, it it was a surprise that they hadn't done that sooner you know I I was surprised it took them so long to make that call. I mean sure I think it's it's more to do with Kohli's uh, you know lot of uh, appreciation of fast bowling uh, so he likes to keep fast bowlers in the team but yeah he he hasn't uh, at least in Bangalore uh, that wasn't working but he still kept on going here maybe he's made that change early on hope he continues with that let's <laughs> hope so speaking of Kohli like that that's another trend that I've seen in this in at least in the past week is that some of the big name players are still kind of struggling to find their groove when i say big names it's namely Kohli Pandya and Umesh Yadav was one of them and to some extent i would say Dhoni but yeah so uh, wait how can you how can you rate <laughs> Umesh Yadav with Pandya Kohli and Dhoni i don't I, I, i don't agree with your question <laughs> All right so let, let's leave Yadav out of out of the list the way Kohli has as well so like speaking let, let's just focus on Kohli Pandya and Dhoni I, I mean at least from my perspective like sure Pandya got in he got, scored a few runs but it doesn't seem like you know uh, he has lived up to his expectation so far i mean it, again it's only the second week of the tournament yeah i mean no nobody knows at least i can say like Dhoni hasn't played for a while so he's expected to be more rusty than other sure. players 
Sure. So that's understandable. Kohli, yeah, I mean, we are used to seeing Kohli coding runs day in, day out. So even like an average performance for us seems like, I mean, he hasn't performed even average, average, uh, uh, he hasn't even produced an average performance. But hopefully now with that super over uh, winning runs, that will give him some confidence and he, he may yeah. get going now in this tournament. Yeah. Uh, how much of it do you think it's the lack of the crowd? Because the Pandyas and the Kohlis are the people who thrive on the energy of the sport like crowd right and that yeah. being absent do you think that's playing a role uh i mean at least from the body language it doesn't seem that way but what's playing on on your mind uh, nobody knows but yeah True. looking from from far away it doesn't feel that way but yeah i i don't think that i mean you know good players they they have to adjust uh, to all these things these are minor things in my opinion but i want to ask you like we you didn't talk about rohit sharma in this list so is there a reason you you think that rohit sharma has got the touch and uh, these guys haven't so i i guess like looking at the innings that he has played it was typical rohit sharma with, with the others it does not seem the typical kohli or a typical pandya inning you know so with rohit sharma you see him like you know sometimes he takes his time in the beginning and then he kind of you know uh, blast at the end and he kind of did that in one of the innings but quintessential kohli or pandya inning and I'm, I'm yet to see that and that's why i felt rohit sharma might, might not belong in the list at least at this point i don't know like in the coming week he might prove me wrong but again that's the magic of rohit sharma yeah i mean yeah that one inning that he played uh, he played really well but to me looking at his body language it feels like he's actually uh, more out of shape and more out of touch <laughs> than what it seems to be yeah. uh, i mean obviously he's got that timing so uh, that's a good thing but uh, i'm curious to see if he can hold up throughout the tournament in this heat and and all the conditions like uh, the bio yeah. bubble and all those yeah things. and I, i think like you mentioned a uh, fitness factor is going to be play, play a key role because like this being such a long tournament and you know them being mentally isolated not not being able to do the usual things that they would do to go around their business so i guess yeah we'll we'll just have to wait and watch but on the front of some good news i guess like i'm surprised by the way rahul has managed his batting while being a first time captain for the franchise i mean we have covered that in the previous episodes that you know rahul will be something to watch out for but we also wanted to be cautious about how he manages captaincy yeah to me i think yeah, i i'm not surprised i you know having followed him closely over last two years where he is starting to hit his purple patch i think he has that ability so i'm not surprised and i think it just feels like uh, when he's batting he's not thinking that he's the captain uh, it's only when he is uh, on the on the field uh, while keeping at that time he puts the captain's hat on so i i guess he's doing a good job right to be able to distinguish between his roles and uh, perform both the roles uh, to the fullest of his ability Yeah absolutely and like we have seen in the past where you know uh, a player who is like doing the best in his role uh, you hand them the captaincy and that kind of like box them down but in rahul's case looks like he has had a good handle on like compartmentalizing those different sections so right. i guess like I, and i'm super impressed by that because you know he's opening the batting uh, he does not have gale in the team rather he has chosen to keep him out for whatever reason and then on top of that uh, being a first time captain with the franchise like yeah. that, like all, all those factors yeah. combined i think he has done a really amazing job 
Yeah, I d- definitely. It's a it's a very good start. Uh, the only thing I'm concerned is uh, with with him being the keeper as well. Not sure like whether he will drain out or will will it be exhausting for him by by the tournament uh, you know goes into the knockout stage. So he he may choose to give up gloves and let Nicolas Puran do the keeping. But uh, again, I don't know. Maybe he's thinking like Dhoni, where he wants to keep and where he gets a better idea of the game. He Fair. can dictate the terms. So and I I, I mean. Like looking at the save that Nicholas Puran made on the boundary, I would not give the glove. Like I need that guy on the boundary, man. What was that? I mean, I, so, to, so to be honest, I think the last full week has been like keepers' week. Everybody has batted well. Everybody has fielded well. And yes, that Nicholas Puran save probably. I mean, so many people have said that this is the best save that they have ever watched in, in not just in IPL but in like international yeah. cricket all over. Yeah, and I mean, it, it was basically he extended that boundary rope by good six feet, you know, right. by like yeah. having that full length dive in, right? Because usually you see players like doing the relay thing, and you know, you might be able to save like you know, uh, like extend the boundary by a couple of inches, or at the most like a feet or two. But this guy, he pretty much extended it by six feet, and that's a big deal, right? <laughs> had, had there been yeah. someone else with him, it would have very well been the best catch we ever see. But again, yeah. like. Yeah. Some, something just like extraordinary that we have seen in the in, just in the second week of this IPL. But unfortunately, I think that uh, piece of feeling kind of took a backseat or didn't uh, hog the limelight as much because somebody else, you know, just <laughs> hit five sixes and uh, he was a talking point uh, for the last couple of days. <laughs> and probably, probably the highlights of the week. I, uh, what, what I, do you I think, think? I think the reason why it became so popular is not because he hit the five sixes. But what he did before he hit those five sixes, like you know, it's it, it, it's kind of set it up very dramatically. Where you know, as he's trying to play, he's struggling to connect the ball to the bat, and like he's trying everything he can, nothing is working out, and then bam, all of a sudden, it's just like a switch went on, and he just went into a berserker mode. Exactly, uh, like uh, you know, rising from the phoenix and just. Uh, <laughs> uh, Showing a different character altogether, but after the post-match presentation, he said that he he kind of backed himself a lot. Uh, he had great belief in himself. So uh, I think a great job by Tiwatiya. Uh, oh, that, that, uh, absolutely. Because how, how many times have we seen that you know a player is struggling to connect back to the ball, and then that frustration they get out or you know they just get like into their shell. But this was probably one of the very few exceptions where the two halves of the innings are in such stark contrast. Where like you start very bad and then you end it on a note where you pretty much win the game for your team. Uh, probably one of the highlights of uh, these twelve years of IPL in my opinion. Oh, uh, absolutely, people. no doubt, yeah. no doubt. Yeah. And especially to do that against a bowler of Cottrell's caliber and then following up with Shami, I guess it, it was just like one of those days, you know, yeah. where you just make things, make miracles happen. Yep. Yeah. And I think yeah, one or two sixes are of good bowlers is okay, but like five sixes. Uh, after being under the pump, you know, I I think it speaks a lot about his character. But it would have been interesting had he uh, you know scored more runs in today's match against KKR, just to show that he's not like a one-match wonder, and he can continue or, or you know consistently deliver for his. But yeah, let's see. Yeah, again, like it's been only a couple of innings that he has had a chance to, uh, you know, prove himself. Let's not write him off as a one one hit wonder yet. Uh, I guess you know by the end of the tournament we will have a better idea. But I think the game before that he got the ball in his hand and I felt like he did a good job there. And because of that, I was surprised that he's listed as a bowler in the IPL fantasy league. 
and not a yeah. <laughs> and that's because i think uh, last year he, he was with delhi and he he didn't get too many chances to bat up the order and he was predominantly picked up as a uh, you know leggy in the True. team and i think the same thing rajasthan are just thinking of him as a bowling all-rounder who will bowl more overs and then if required he can you know talk like 15 20 runs uh, once in a while fair so uh, are they thinking of him as their sunil narayan uh, i think it's too early to say that because they already have like butler and steve uh, top of the order so True. it's going to be hard for him uh, you know rajasthan to promote him up the order and the, at the same time i don't think he's got a mystery about his bowling but <laughs> nevertheless he's he's a decent bowler i would say speaking of rajasthan mm-hmm. royals another of their players is on fire right now tamson for- oh yes <laughs> i mean <laughs> for me it's not a surprise because like i've been a rajasthan royals fan for a while and like so so have you and you have seen sanju samson grow through the years yeah right yeah. Uh, but like th- there are talks of like you know him and his chances in the indian team what do you think like is this going to be the season that turns it around for him i think all the fans of uh, rajasthan royals and sanju samson they have been like long suffering fans they know that <laughs> that guy has so much uh, talent and skills but it's just the consistency that is lacking so much but i hope he makes this season as his breakthrough season uh, he's already performed in two innings out of three both match winning innings yep so but yeah he needs to get in the remaining 11 league matches he needs to get at least 5 or 6 more of yeah. such kind of performances yeah. just and, to stamp his authority yeah and uh, it's not just about the ipl i feel like you made the good point that you know his consistency has been something that he has been uh, a culprit of not maintaining because every time you hear sanju samson's name it's usually associated with ipl right but right. never really in the domestic circuit as opposed to some other players who have been consistently performing in the domestic circuit they may or may not click in the ipl right where mm-hmm. sanju samson has been the opposite tale and being a fan of sanju samson for so long and considering the wicket keeping dilemma that the national team has right now i i honestly hope that he he has had a good domestic year for at least before the ipl so i'm hoping after this he continues with that and you know makes takes a claim for at least a shot uh, for a position in the indian team yeah and there couldn't be a better time to uh, you know get in the form of his life and uh, you know push his case for the indian team uh, everybody knows dhoni is gone rishabh pant is not a regular he has his own issues so uh, you know ishan kishan which is 99 uh, the other day i think he is also going to knock the door so yeah it's going to be good fight between these three four keepers for yeah. their one position but you know what between all all, all these three contenders that you just mentioned right the keeping the keeping skills have been the ones that have been more in question then they're bad you know we, we, we yeah but that. i would i would say that's only for like i uh, for rishabh pant i don't know what do you feel i think samson uh, he doesn't keep a whole lot because butler is keeping for rajasthan royals right uh, for ishan kishan or same thing quinton dicock is a first choice keeper yep so yeah. i mean like from what i have seen all all three of them play i i would say that samson seems the best behind the wickets and yeah Pant and Ishan Kishan have had their moments, but then again, there have been moments of lapse in judgment where you know they have they have caused games to their teams. So I guess if there is if you are given the pick, I, I would say that Samson would be the guy. But then again, like Rahul hitting the form of his life and yeah. then also doing a good job as a keeper, and considering that you know he could be the potential captain in the future for the national team, I think you know Sanju Samson as a keeping perspective. 
may not work but sanjay samson as a batsman i would love to see that happen sometime next season yeah i think it's going to be a tough competition between those two both of them are classy players uh, both of them i mean rahul is more like a he's not uh, you know he didn't start as a wicket keeper but he's trying to hone those skills to be able to make a mark yep. in the team so yeah i think india needs to figure out how they can fit both of them if both of them are playing good they they need to figure out how they can play both of them that is going to be an interesting challenge but yeah. speaking of figuring out stuff what have you made of the super over batting strategy of the team so far well i think first i've been surprised like already two super overs in in a week <laughs> <laughs> but i mean the first one was like yeah kagis uh, or abada to score against him i don't think uh, kings 11 went for the right batting combination in that match like nicolas mm-hmm. puran and uh, yeah I, i was not too impressed with that but mumbai did pretty well i mean they sent their two big hitters pandya and polard but again very good bowling from navdeep saini and then rcb had their best players dividers and kohli sure they are the best players but they weren't really doing that great on the day especially speaking of the mumbai rcb super over i felt both the team kind of left out the players who were doing the best on the day right for example ishan kishan i mean i understand if you know the guy was seriously having cramps or what not i mean there is the slight chance that he was exhausted but that's not i, I don't feel like that's a reason enough to leave him out as in case of mayank agarwal like mayank agarwal was legit having cramps so that's a legit yeah. reason he shouldn't be on the field but with ishan kishan i felt like you know mumbai based it all on reputation versus who was doing the best on that day and that is very unlike Rohit Sharma because he always goes with who is doing the best on the day and th- that that was something that was surprising and weird to me so i think they they just went to like you know reputation over form uh, yeah but yeah. i mean they had they they kept pollard in he he also played a very good knock but he wasn't uh, on the field as long as kishan was So, exactly but uh, I, i still feel maybe going with pandya is also good because pandya is always ready to hit hit those big ones he didn't connect at all but you could say that the surprising thing was that kohli came in because he's yep. been uh, out of touch or he looks to be in uh, out of touch in last three matches so de villiers uh-huh. is fine i would have thought like aaron swain or exactly. uh, maybe and like a shivam dubey right he scored like yeah. 10 goals 27 absolutely and until the moment he walked onto the on the field i was sure it's going to be finch and de villiers i was i was starting with one of my coworkers and i was like oh it's going to be finch and de villiers and the moment we saw that happen you were like what is going on yeah. why is he on the field yeah. i mean well, it's just like kohli being kohli right right he wants to uh, he wants to win matches for his team that's all I, like I, I, it's it's up to batting then he he's yeah. the first one to pick up the bat yeah but i mean like this is a place and time to take risk i feel like super over especially when 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 players who have like you know hit four or five sixes on their day uh, you need to consider that i feel but i i feel like because uh, the target was only eight runs one boundary and with devilliers on the other end it wasn't a massive thing for rcb to chase so sure. I, but again it, it's something that we say in hindsight right because like let's say pandya and pollard are opening right it could have very well been like 11 or 12 runs needed yeah and but then yeah then i guess uh, we don't maybe then kohli <laughs> might have thought uh, you know promoting somebody else ahead of him fair yeah i mean yeah so but again like and in, in my opinion both the decisions were weird and i still super i seriously think that team needs to think teams need to think about their super strategy because yeah. but interestingly yeah. if i don't know if you observed or not i think that the the winning shot that kohli scored 
that was the only shot that he is actually timed in this IPL. <laughs> but it was a beautiful shot though, and I was yeah. surprised he decided to go across like that to Bumrah in a super over yeah. because usually you know you have the luxury of missing it. That's fine, going down the leg, it's okay. But in a super over, every ball is added pressure, and the way he played it, it was a beautiful shot. Not like that, yeah. but yeah. I guess yeah, that's where I think maybe that shot or that super over will get him going in this tournament. Well, fingers crossed, because I would love to see some fireworks from him in week three. So, yeah. Speaking of fireworks, Yeah. Uh, how how is your fantasy league going so far? I would say I'm decently placed. Uh, <laughs> it, it's it's sometimes a challenge to change teams uh, because it's like working hours here in US. So it, it's a bit of a challenge. I, I've missed a couple of times. Like I've selected the teams before the toss. But other than that, I think uh, the players like everybody who would expect them to perform, like the uh, Pandyas and De Villiers, then. Uh, Rabada, I think those guys are earning earning points. But uh, who who has been the surprise find for you this week? Any special mentions? I think Tivatia, right? Uh, I did not pick him, but he could have been a very good pick the way he performed. What, how 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 is how is your team going on? So I, I was doing good until midweek, and then I had the same moment as you, where I kind of like just forgot to change the team because I was caught up in meetings, and then. Yeah, I, I regretted it because like the players that I I, I had uh, shares air in my squad and yeah. that was the only player on my team that day and I could have done a better job with the team. But yeah, but overall like for the past couple of days hasn't been going that great. But I think for me the surprise find so far has been Mohammad Shami. Oh okay. I I never really expected him to give me that consistent returns. I mean he hasn't been something out of the blue, but he has been super consistent and from an opening fast bowler. I'm pretty impressed with that because every match he's been picking up like two wickets, and that's good returns for me. Yeah, now yeah, but now that I think about it, I think Sam Curran has been a surprise uh, pick uh, in the absence of uh, Bravo. He's filled that spot very well, and not just bowling, even batting. Like the way Chennai is trying to use him, yep. he's shown that glimpse of uh, uh, you know delivering. But absolutely. Uh, yeah. I think he's probably one of the very few all-rounders that I have kept in my fantasy league right now because every other all-rounder that I have ended up picking has in a way disappointed. So <laughs> initially I, I stuck yeah. with Hardik Pandya and then Stoinis and then Glenn Maxwell and then eventually I tried Karan and he kind of worked and he's been fairly consistent among everyone else. So I guess yeah. like he's been big for like my go-to all-rounder for every uh, Chennai game. Oh yeah. I think yeah, Maxwell has been a dud so far. So has yeah. been Andre Russell. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's been a big dud, especially at that that you know the the, uh, the credits that you are needed for him. It, it's a it's a pretty big oh, dud. Exactly. And also like guys like Warner and Best, right? People are expecting more from them, but they are not firing as they they fired in the last season. It's, yeah. uh, it's interesting actually. Yeah. Hopefully like week 3 will be much better than week 2 uh, on the fantasy front but yeah i guess that's all we have to cover for week 2 anything you have to add for sign up i hope it only gets exciting from here we have seen very good performances so i want uh, guys like rahul and sanju uh, to keep performing well uh, because yeah even in t20 they are playing like traditional cricket shots so that's really good and yeah uh, we didn't mention about mayank agarwal but i think that batsman also needs a, a you know shout out i think he's been doing pretty well too oh absolutely and I'm, the way he is going right now I'm pretty sure we're going to have to include him in our conversation for week 3 but we're going to sign off for this week until next week stay safe and keep breaking those fantasy points